0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News
1: Talk. I want to welcome to the show Mark Sheehan. Mark is 26 years old and he has been left with serious facial injuries after an attack on Dublin bus at the weekend. And Mark, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Can you maybe talk me through, talk all of our listeners through what happened to you on Saturday night? We'll talk about the doll now and the resumption of the doll post post-summer recess when all eyes, of course, will be on the budget and there will, in those debates and discussions, be references to Ireland's progressive tax system. Now, that is just a system where the tax rate increases as the taxable amount increases. In other words, the more you earn, the higher your rate of tax. There are some who would suggest Ireland has a progressive tax system that we should be proud of. For others, it is not progressive enough. Paul Murphy is a people for profit TD for Dublin Southwest. He's with me in studio. Paul, you're welcome to studio. Are you in the latter camp? Could it, should it be more progressive? Yes. I mean, w- when you look at in
0: ta- income tax in an isolated way, there, there's no question that's progressive. I mean, if, it's progressive by definition. You pay higher to a higher rate the higher more that you earn. Um, when you look at other forms of taxation, including indirect taxation like VAT, then things become more complicated. Um, so it's quite a while since the study was done, but there was a study about 15 years ago which looked at the percentage of income uh, of the bottom 10% and the top 10% and how much goes on tax. And the bottom 10% and the top 10% basically paid the same percentage of their total income on tax. The bottom 10%, very little of that will be paid in terms of income tax. But when you're spending all of your money on food, on fuel, etc., you're paying quite high levels of indirect taxation. So we have, before you apply any taxation in this country or any social welfare, we are the most unequal country in terms of income in the European uh, Union after you pay tax and after you get social welfare, that comes down to still being quite unequal but not quite as bad and that the tax brings that in. Um, The other thing that I think we need to talk about in this conversation, um, and it's a big untalked about thing, is the question of corporation tax. Because, uh, I mean, profits going to corporations has tripled since 2010. It's gone from 40 billion to 120 billion. That's taxable uh, profits. They pay tax on that really about... 6%, I mean, officially 12.5%. But if you're a worker on 50,000 euros a year, you're paying a marginal rate of tax of 52% and you can be a corporation earning billions in profits and you're only Mm. paying 12.5% officially. In reality, you're paying even less. And the share of wealth of income going to corporations rather than labour has shot
1: up over the last couple of decades. So so should we reduce the burden on those lower income uh, earners so that they are not paying as much or as 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 much percentage terms um as the higher income earners should we increase the tax burden on those higher income earners and on those corporations or a bit of all of it Yeah, yeah, I mean, we would completely reshape the taxation system, bearing in mind we we need to
0: raise revenue and more revenue than is currently raised in order to actually provide public services to address the health crisis, the housing crisis, crisis in terms of education. Everywhere we look, we have a crisis with very high levels of poverty, very high levels of in-work, low pay, one in five workers being low paid and so on. So there's a lot that can be done. The way we would do that is we would scrap the USC for all workers below 90,000 euros and turn it into a high income social charge. Uh, we would introduce new rates of taxation for those over 100,000 euros. So, those who are earning quite substantial amounts of money, 150,000 plus, 200,000 plus, mm. 250,000, we could have different rates of tax, not treating a worker on 50,000 the same as someone on 250,000. And then we would cut the loopholes in terms of corporations and increase the rate of tax uh, to 20%. Let's at least have them paying as much as the standard rate of tax, these corporations that are earning earning
1: billions. Uh, Jim Power, The Economist, is on the line. Jim, as tax reforms go, how do you rate that?
2: Well, I mean, the reality is that the IMF, the OECD, and other international bodies who have analysed our tax system Uh, would argue correctly that Ireland has one of the most progressive income tax systems in the world. Um, This year we're going to collect around $26.7 in income tax. That will account for 39% of total taxation. Back in 2006, income tax accounted for around 27% of total taxation. So income tax has become an increasingly important component of our overall tax take. And if you look at the statistics, you know, the top 1% of earners pay 22% of that income tax. The top 20% of workers pay 77% of that income tax. And the bottom 75% of income earners earning below 56,000 a year pay just 18%. So that is an incredibly progressive income tax system. Those people who earn the most pay the most income tax. And um, that is something that the left will never, ever admit to. Okay, so um, the facts are out there, and I think they are incontrovertible. Mm. Okay, then if if you go and look at the corporation tax situation, um, this year, or last year, we collected just over $15 in income tax, sorry, in corporation tax. Yeah. This year we're going to collect something between 18 and 20 billion. So multinationals pay the bulk of that and they are paying a lot of taxation into the system here. But also they provide directly 275,000 jobs in our economy. They support just over 200,000 indirect jobs in our economy. So if you want to create a tax system, and and just remember that the global corporation tax environment is a very competitive one. So if you want to significantly um, deteriorate the tax environment facing those multinationals, capital is mobile, the jobs will go elsewhere, and that 18 to 20 billion we're going to collect this year um, will disappear, and likewise, if you demonise people um, on higher incomes, those people are also mobile. They're going to get the hell out of the country. You know why would they operate in a system where they're handing over a huge percentage of their more of their income? Yeah. Okay. In let,
1: let, let, let me go back to and, Paul, I mean, yeah, just there, let me there, let me go back to Paul just because so a couple of points uh, uh, there. We'll deal with them in, in reverse order. Are you demonising high income earners? No, not at all. I mean, we think it is appropriate. You would like them to pay more than they're we'd, currently paying. We'd
0: like to pay, yes. A, genuinely high income earners, those on 100,000 plus, 150,000 plus, 200,000 plus, we think it's appropriate that they pay more. If you choose not to tax these people, then the choice you're making is, yes, they keep more of their income, but well, the they are being taxed. They are, absolutely. But if you choose not to tax them more, the choice is that we're not addressing the 10,000 people who are homeless, the 500,000 young people who can't move out of uh, their home, we're not addressing the massive waiting list in terms of health. They're the the choices. If you don't tax to raise income to spend on public services, then you have the kind of situation I mean we're the fifth richest country in the world and yet look around at all the crises okay. that we have.
1: Uh, 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 Jim, I want to go back to you on that, on that public services argument, but first just the, the, the accusation that you're in danger of chasing some uh, of those 275,000 jobs that rely on multinationals out of the country by introducing a higher rate of corporation tax. Obviously this is the argument that the corporations
0: want to make. They want to pay... doesn't as, mean it's uh, wrong. It, it doesn't, not necessarily, but it means that we should be cautious about uh, why they're saying it and so on. Um, they want to pay as little tax as possible to keep as much profits as possible. Um, 70% of all the income in this country goes to corporations in the form of profits. Only 30% goes to labour in the form of wages, including, that includes relatively well-paid workers. That compares to an EU average of about 50-50 split between labour and uh, profit. So the corporations are doing extraordinarily well We don't think that it's a sustainable model to continue to try to win this race to the bottom in terms of corporation tax. Instead, I'm a socialist. I think that the major sections of the economy, the electricity companies, transport, logistics, should actually be in democratic public ownership, should be planned as part of a rapid just transition to a zero carbon economy because these companies aren't going to do okay. it based on profit and you want to address the housing crisis, climate crisis,
1: that's the kind of measure you need. Uh, Jim, we, we need to raise more money uh, if we want to improve public services and that uh, that is true uh, whether you, you believe in kind of Paul's model of public ownership or not. It is a it, That is a fair point to make, is it not?
2: Well, I, I guess um, if you look at public spending on public services, I mean, social transfers um, this year, we're going to spend over $23.3 billion on social welfare, okay? Um, and the statistics from the Department of Finance show that social transfers, excluding pensions, reduce those at risk of poverty from 36.5% to 13.2%. So we have a strong system of social transfers in this country. And in this country, we do have... Um, significant inequality in terms of uh, pre-tax income. But then if you take taxation out of it then and you superimpose what we spend on social transfers, um, there's a huge distribution from the well-off to the less well-off. And that's the system we live in. Okay, And then you look at other public services. I mean, you have to ask yourself the question, is the Uh, lack of resources the biggest problem in the delivery of public services. If you look at the increase we've seen in health expenditure over the last 20 years, and if you then measure the outcomes we've got from that expenditure, uh, there certainly isn't a strong correlation. If you are going to pump billions more taxpayers' Mm -hmm. money into public services, you need to make sure that the public sector and these public services are capable and efficient um, in, de- in delivering better public services. Okay. But
1: that is of the All right. Well, but- uh, uh, on that note, Jim Power, Economist, and Paul Murphy, People for Profit TD for Dublin Southwest. Thank you both very much uh, for joining me. Uh, after the break, Jess Kelly's going to be telling us uh, how some of those multinationals are spying on you.
0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.